Hello everyone, and welcome to week three of Cybersecurity Awareness Month. I am Joe, this is Confessions of an IT Manager. Today we're going to talk about social media, uh, we're going to talk about some of the scams going on with it, and um, how to protect yourself on on uh, social, social medias, and uh, basically just kind of all around info about it, why we should, how to lock down your accounts, everything like that. So uh, let's get started. So I have a couple of statistics for you all. Social media is a hacker's favorite target. It's reported roughly, this is around a number of course, that 600,000 Facebook accounts are compromised every single day. That's quite a few. And in one in five online adults report being the victim of a cyber crime. Um, that's pretty high statistics. I mean, think about the people you work with. If you look at your... Uh, for uh, co-workers in the office there next to you, I bet you one of them has been a victim of cybercrime, you know, thereabouts. Um, so why are we talking about it? Well, today we're talking about home stuff. I should say this week. We're talking about some more home-related things. And uh, social media plays a big part in all of our lives, uh, professionally and personally. Um, so a few reasons why we should talk about this, why we should look at locking down our profiles, um, everything like that. One is physical security. Uh, basically, whenever we check in or post where we are online uh, publicly, uh, anyone wishing to either cause harm, you know, break into your house, um, things like that, will basically know where you are and know that there's a low risk you'll be home. Another thing about that, too, is stalking. Um, basically, stalker victims are often stalked using social media um, because they happen to post their stuff on public accounts, you know, or they don't lock the privacy settings down. Um, quick story for you all. It was about two years ago. Uh, I went to a concert in a sort of nearby town. It was a three, four-hour drive. And it uh, wasn't a sold-out concert by any means, but it was still a decent concert. We had floor seats uh, in the section to the right of us, so about the equivalent of five seats over, uh, was a guy there by himself um, at a concert that's kind of not one that you would normally go to by yourself, but um, nobody around him because those, those seats actually weren't sold. And this guy was not interested in the concert, and that's what caught my attention. He had his phone out the whole time. And, you know, people are addicted to their phones, I'm not going to lie. But what caught my attention was we were close enough that, that we could see his screen. He was actually there stalking someone. He was uh, pulling up this girl's uh, profiles on, on all her social medias, you know, whatever it happened to be. It looked like Snapchat, Facebook, and Instagram. <clears throat> and he was... Uh, looking at the the picture she was posting with her friends there at the concert, and then he would look at the picture and then look around and see if he could try and figure out where she was. And the entire concert, he did this. Um, he showed up kind of late, you know, so missed like the first o opening act or whatever and kind of left right as soon as it was over. But yeah, the entire concert he was there, and he was constantly scrolling through her Facebook and, and Instagram accounts and everything like that trying to... Um, figure out where she was. And I highly, highly doubt that she knew it. Um, so kind of a scary situation. It happens. Um, stalking victims often don't realize that their stalkers are, are looking at their social medias. Um, another thing that we're talking about is identity theft and stolen accounts. 
basically, uh, malicious actors can sometimes break into the accounts you have or other social medias or financial logins using the information you've publicly posted. Um, you know, they can call and be like, I can't remember my password, but I can give you guys my home address, my phone number, my birthday, um, stuff like that, you know, kind of trying to basically verify and get around, um, kind of rolling from that into another part of this is with status updates. Um, even something as innocent as happy birthday mom with a tag publicly can be used because what's one of the most popular security questions to recover your password? What's your mother's maiden name? And that's one way to find out right there. Um, so any of that information, you know, kind of goes back to some of our password security stuff too, of, uh, don't use passwords that include things I can Google about you, you know, pets, names, anniversaries, birthdays, you know, stuff like that. Watch out for that. So that's kind of the why that's kind of why we should do that. Um, I guess you can throw in there, like maybe risk of computer infection. Sometimes they send viruses or malicious links through personal messages, stuff like that. Um, not as big of a risk, but that's kind of the why of, of why we're talking about that today. So now that we talked about the why, let's talk about the uh, seven biggest scams of 2018 that are going around social media. I'm sure you guys have heard of some of these, but um, number one is catfishing. Scammer uses a fake account to lure a victim into an online relationship to gain uh, money or other benefits, basically. Um, they kind of go after the lonely singles club, so to speak. And uh, basically say, hey, um, you know, I'm, I'd love to date you. I'd love to come see you, but I don't have money for a plane ticket, blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, um, they are sending money. They're getting their um, information stolen, you know, just kind of a long list of stuff. The worst uh, case of this that I've heard of recently was from actually last year in 2017. It was a guy in London who uh, was a little bit older. He fell for one of these scams. And um, not only gave the scammer pretty much his entire savings and money and everything he had, which is like 30,000-ish dollars, um, he also was so desperate to see this fake person, you know, because he thought it was real, um, that he started embezzling from the company he worked at. And he was the CFO at this company. And I don't remember what that amount was. It was somewhere around forty-two or forty-seven thousand dollars. I don't remember. Um, and plus, that's kind of me translating from euros to U.S. dollar in my head. But um, anyways, yeah, guy got arrested, had a hefty jail sentence. You know, basically ruined his career in retirement because of a scam like this. Um, so unfortunately, it happens, and unfortunately, the frequency of it has increased to the point where it's the number one scam. Number two is profile hijacking. This one has been getting a lot of uh, uh, publicity lately, I guess is a good way to put it. And uh, basically that's where a cyber criminal creates a duplicate account of the victim, you know, saves their picture and re-uploads it, adds a victim's network of friends, and tries to scam them for money is basically what it is. Um, that one I'm sure you've seen. You got friend request from, uh, you know, somebody who's already your friend, stuff like that. Um, so that's that's kind of what that is. Uh, that one has been gaining popularity, although it doesn't. People have enough awareness about it now that that I don't think it's gaining as much financial gain for the bad guys. The next one is lottery schemes. Um, basically, the uh, fake uh, pools of lottery money that you can buy into, or um, the other one that's going around is a fake account pretending to be uh, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, Facebook CEO. Uh, basically messages the victim, tell them they've won a lottery, but to accept it, you have to send money or iTunes gift cards. That's another one. That's number three. 
Number four is data mining quizzes. This one is always an interesting one. Um, the quizzes that are kind of like, you know, what Star Wars character are you, um, what Disney princess are you, stuff like that, um, that I always seem to see people floating around on Facebook with. Um, some of those are actually engineered to gather that same information about you to basically break into your accounts, you know. They'll start asking you these kind of off-the-wall questions. What city were you born? Um, you know, what's your mother's maiden name? You know, stuff like that. Uh, basically to try and break your accounts as well. Um, another one you have to watch out for, some of the services to shorten URLs. Uh, basically, the shorter URLs can hide uh, what the true URL is. So when you click on it, you might be going to a virus-containing website. Um, something to watch out for there. It kind of goes back to like phishing emails. Like Just watch out for the links. Don't click them. Um, believe it or not, chain message hoaxes still circulate around. If you don't copy and paste this, you know, your account's going to be deleted, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's been going around since the days of U.S. Postal Service when you used to get chain letters. And if you, um, you know, if you didn't reply, then you were going to go disappearing in the middle of the night or whatever those chain letters did back in the day. Same thing, new technology. And then the last one is money flipping. Kind of goes to um, basically... Um, you know, you need to buy into this investment. It's going to be a great investment. It's going to double your money in a short amount of time. And uh, they basically run off with your cash. And that's about it because it's a fraudulent theme. So those are the seven biggest scams of 2018 circulating around social media right now. That kind of leaves us with the question, so what do we do now? Um, basically, there's some easy tips to it. Um, there's some lockdown stuff you can do and kind of goes like with the phishing emails, you know, slow down, take your time to read it, you know, kind of give it that time to think and uh, see what it is that they're really trying to accomplish. A few things that you can do, um, turn on privacy controls, make sure any information you post or information on your profile that is about you is not public. Um, I know Facebook allows you to see what it looks like if you were like a friend or a friend of a friend or um, completely not even logged into Facebook. Uh, it's worth taking a look at that. Uh, if you want an easy way to do that, if you can't find where that is, then uh, just open a different web browser and, and go to your profile and see what you see. Um, keep personal information personal. So, uh, you know, it's okay to put your birthday on there, maybe not your year, um, you know, kind of same with anniversary stuff, you know, things like that. Um, kind of keep that to yourself. Um, don't be posting that publicly, you know, once it's on the internet, it's never coming off. Uh, know and manage your friends list. It basically helps minimize the risk of fraudulent accounts to track you or steal your information or, or try and break into your account or anything like that. Kind of weeds those out. This one is probably one of the best ones when we're talking about identity theft earlier. Enable two-factor authentication for social media accounts. Um, so that way you get a uh, text or an email code or it uses like Google Authenticator or something like that. Um, and uh, that way you can verify who it is that's actually logging in and you know it's just you. And then another big one um, that we talked about last year and uh, in the future I will probably make a different post for this. But it's another big one that you should pay attention to is um, disable geotagging in photos and posts. Um, kind of back to that whole checking in. It is really easy to pay, pull the location tags out of photos and throw it into a map. And all of a sudden, you know, I know where you work. I know where you like to go out to eat. I know where you live, you know, stuff like that. Um, so watch out for that. Here's a few things um, basically to uh, lock down on some of the social medias. There's so many out there. I kind of stuck with the top four, which is Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and WhatsApp. 
Um, so those ones are the ones that I have some quick instructions for. Uh, basically, this is how to um, adjust your security controls and enable two-factor authentication. So in Facebook, there's the drop-down arrow at the top right, um, click settings, then privacy, and then there's uh, when posting, choose friends only under who can see this post. Um, you can also adjust that setting as you post stuff kind of on the fly. It'll be at the bottom of the window. And then the two-factor authentication can be found under the security and login settings. Instagram, you have to go to your profile now to get to the settings and then tap the three lines at the top, tap the settings, then type account privacy and there's a toggle on and off for private account. Um, that one's really good, especially if you're posting personal pictures and stuff like that. Uh, and then uh, two-factor authentication is found under the settings and two-factor authentication, basically. It's kind of like a couple steps down. Uh, pretty easy one, definitely beneficial. Snapchat, uh, its settings are just kind of more of a uh, list. And uh, so basically, uh, open your settings, and then you can. there's an edit who can under the settings, where who can message me, who can see me, who can see my story, stuff like that. And then there is also a two-factor authentication under that same area as well. And then WhatsApp. In WhatsApp, you're going to go to settings, and then to account, and then privacy, to set who can message you or not. And then you can enable two-factor authentication under settings, account, and then two-step verification. That's what it's sometimes otherwise called. So guys, that's going to take care of it for this week. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for um, participating in Cybersecurity Awareness Month with me um, and your peers and everybody else. Uh, next week is uh, week four. We are going to talk about the latest and greatest threats in the cybersecurity world. Uh, we're going to talk about why ransomware is now down to about the 10% range of uh, all malware out there instead of it being so uh, prevalent as it was before. And uh, we'll prepare for two weeks from now, which is our scary IT day, and uh, have some good stuff for you that will probably scare you a little bit. So thank you guys for listening, and uh, tune in next time. The song that I'm going to leave you guys with today for you guys to go uh, look up for your homework assignment, if that's what you want to call it, is uh, There's No Way by Love, featuring Julia Michaels. <laughs>